All right. Hey, everyone. Rob Kress here, functional pharmacy and modern alchemist, alchemizing healthy lives and rewarding practices. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I'm about to stand up because my chair squeaks. Anyway, um, hey, thanks for tuning in again. I in the the calendar i've put together i'm looking to get a couple of these podcasts out every week and um hearing from you helps you know let me know what you like to hear off of the last one i just did um i heard from a lot of people that have known me for a long time that didn't even know i was kind of doing this so their response was awesome i'm grateful really appreciate it so i'm going to well, i was going to talk about one particular thing today but i'm not I'm going to switch it around. Um, and the reason is, uh, yesterday, hey, if you don't follow me on social media, would you? So, like, Instagram, it's Rob Cress, F-R-X, at Rob Cress. So, it's R-O-B-K-R-E-S-S. Uh, F as in Frank, R-X. It's like functional pharmacy. Uh, same with Twitter. And then Facebook, um, functional pharmacy. So, um, you can find me there. So... I put a post up about media fasts because, you know, I started thinking about it. One of my favorite books is, um, well, I've got a lot of favorite books, but of course, in miracles. And for many, many reasons, actually, um, you know, uh, Course in Miracles probably is the exact reason why I'm standing here in this place. I'm standing here with the people that are around me talking to you right now. And there is, the definition of a miracle that comes out of A Course in Miracles, and it's a simple shift in perception, which is quite amazing. And, you know, I, I wasn't even thinking of A Course in Miracles yesterday when I thought of this, but what I was thinking of is how literally one's perception is one's reality, right? So amongst that, I started thinking we're in really interesting times. So then I started thinking, you know, how good would it be? Like the past couple of weeks, I haven't really been on media much. Social media, I don't have a TV, so I don't watch mainstream media. And, you know, the joke is when I talk to my mom, like she tells me what the weather's doing where I am before I can even. Like, hey, I heard there were storms. Hey, how's that snow? Or you got snow coming. Um, oftentimes, my current events or information will come if I'm looking at Twitter or something like that. But otherwise, I'm kind of disconnected in many, many ways. So, you know, we're at a time right now, and I'm not <clears throat> having an opinion here. Although, well, well, this is about COVID, right? Where we are right now. I mean, our world, it is... I mean, think about it. Two years ago, almost two years ago, you know, people are like, this is the new normal. And we're saying it's not the new normal. Obviously, we're not going back to the way things are. Things are different and things are different moving forward. But and I think when you see with a lot of people, have you noticed this? People are extremely either polarized or people are divided and it's both. So what's wild is you can have... Yeah, I've heard the comment before, the statement, there's always two different movies playing on the same screen. And I think that's so apparent right now because you can have one group that can absolutely see and feel and be convicted that there's absolutely no reason for really anyone to get a vaccination or at least themselves, right? But then there's another group that will say there's absolutely, and they'll see and they'll feel that there's absolutely every reason for someone to get a vaccine, the CV vaccine and multiple shots. So I'm not making a stance. I'm not having an opinion. I'm not even telling you whether I got vaccinated or not. That doesn't matter for this. 
Although, regardless of which side you're on, media can hijack your emotions if it's about this. Whether you're watching a Joe Ro- listen to a Joe Rogan podcast, whether you're watching someone on CNN, whether you're watching a multitude of people say on Fox News that can actually have varying different opinions, you know, like a Hannity can have a different opinion than a Tucker Carlson, right? So it's all over the board. Then obviously you got social media and everyone this and that and the other. So I remember I wrote, there's my laundry. Um, I remember I wrote one point about MediaFast and I wrote it in a book that's titled whole pharmacy reversing the trends of disease in an over-medicated society so i'm going to link this to a post i'll put it on functional pharmacy i'll probably put it on robcrest.com as well so you can see it um and i'll put it up on social media so this book it's very interesting um i'm really proud of it i wrote it back in 2013 so we're coming on 10 years and what i figured i would do was because i knew i had some hard copies around but what was interesting, I published it. I had it up in Amazon and I sold some. I had it as an ebook, I sold some, I had it as a print book. Ordered a bunch of copies for myself. So locally, I was doing talks, I was selling the book, selling it through other groups, people that would have me speak. Then suddenly I like stopped. I took it off of Amazon. Um, and I just stopped. <laughs> I stopped promoting it. I don't know if it was, should we say, imposter syndrome? Did I not believe in it? Did I feel I didn't want to stick my neck out? Because honestly, looking back on it, like 10 years ago, this might have been a little more fringe. But today it's not. I mean, right now I could probably put in a, okay, so Whole Pharmacy, W-H-O-L-E. Obviously, that was a moniker coming off of Whole Foods. Tagline at the top, achieve your ultimate health through lifestyle, natural, and mind-body medicine. That's what this is about. But it also talks about awareness of certain topics. Reversing the trends of disease in an over-medicated society. So that would bode to question, are we in an over-medicated society? And by whose judgment? Who's saying? What's, what are the limitations? Who says too much is too much? So as a pharmacist, you know, I mean, I could probably have the conversation with a lot of the pharmacists and they might feel medications are needed. Medications save lives. From my perspective, so I'm sitting here right now saying I actually can't make that claim that we're in an an over-medicated society. Who am I to say that? It's kind of like I'm judging. It's in my, the way I perceive things, I feel that we don't need to be taken as much medications. I believe preventive medicine healthy choices, losing weight, taking certain supplements, moving, exercise and stress management, connecting with others, the power of play, getting outside in nature can all reduce the amount of medications we need to take. But the beauty and the beauty of medications is, well, they're there for us, right? In the cases of emergency. And I believe that's where our medical system I believe, I believe, this is me, where our medical system can fail us. It fails us after the emergency. And we've been seeing things like functional medicine rise. And, you know, I mean, functional medicine, let's be honest, it's become kind of a catchphrase. Um, No offense to some, but, you know, I'm seeing people call this just, you know, a a scanner you put your hand up to to see your carotenoid levels, functional medicine. Well, it's, 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 it could be a component. It's talk of it, but it's much more than that, isn't it? Um, 
isn't it much more than how many fruits and vegetables we're eating, folks? Isn't it about the thoughts we think and the emotions we feel, the exercise we do and we don't do? And maybe, you know, that could be used as a tool to kind of get the conversation going. I just, I, you know, I, I uh, okay, maybe that was just a little opinion of mine. Maybe I should scratch it or I'll keep it going. I believe it. Uh, it's not for me. I, I actually had that in my practice uh, back in mid-2000s, like 2005 or six, And I realized it was just, um, it wasn't for me. That's not what this podcast is about. I don't need to drain it. But. So I believe, actually, we don't need to. Now, let me go on to the next part of this book. It says, hidden truths, alternatives, and complements to the modern-day diseases that are destroying your health and stealing your wealth. So modern-day diseases is got those little, you know, apostrophes by it. Why do I say that? Because most diseases that we're dealing with right now are modern-day. They weren't around 100 years ago. These are a direct result of the food we eat. And once again, our diet, right? Standard American diet, exercise we do when we don't do, the sedentary nature, the level of stress, the level of times we don't disconnect, um, how we're disassociated from people. You know, that's one of the big problems here. We had a major issue. We're, we're going to see major PTSD, emotional elements. Children have already been affected by lockdowns, not being able to see people express themselves with masks on um drug addiction has been high obesity okay the rate of obesity in children has gone up from 19 percent to 22 percent in the past two years everyone's being affected in a really big and bad way so modern day diseases that's what that is it's metabolic syndrome it's a big one folks and we can reverse this this is highly preventable but it takes a multi-pronged approach that are destroying our health. Yes, they are. Can't argue with that. We'll talk about the days of COVID right now. Who are the most susceptible? The most susceptible are the ones that are obese and overweight. The most susceptible are the ones that have metabolic disorders, things like elevated blood pressure, blood sugar. Blood sugar is directly related to it. Now, incidentally, there are vaccine injuries. I'm not saying how much. I'm not saying if you need to get the vaccine or you don't, you should or you shouldn't. But there are, and they're reported. And it is fair to say because it's in the literature that people with blood sugar dysregulations and obesity are some of the, or especially blood sugar dysregulations are some of the ones that could be a higher potential. Now, what are other higher potentials? Females being younger. Also, if you've already had COVID and you have natural immunity and you got the vaccination on top of it. So things to know. I digress. Um, so alternatives and compliments. So when I was writing this, yeah, I wanted to catch attention to say hidden truths. And I've got some stuff in here that I talk about as far as how the numbers work when they promote a drug and how they can say something is 95% uh, effective. When you look at some different statistics and it's much less than that. Um, alternatives, yes, and compliments because I absolutely believe all this should be complimentary. It all works together, right? But, you know, granted, if someone's on a blood thinner, I'm going to be super careful on what I give them. I'm not going to give them anything that's going to further cause any issues. So I looked at this. I'm like, this is a damn good book. And I think part of me going inside is just scratching my head and saying, oh, what was it about me that I felt like I should hide this? And maybe it was I felt I was sticking my neck out there. And, you know, when we stick our neck out there, we expose ourselves 
We expose ourselves to ridicule. We expose ourselves to uh, possibly job discrimination. Um, we can expose ourselves to a lot of different directions. So I hit it and um, I'm bringing it out right now. So attached to this podcast, go to my website, either functionalpharmacy.com, robcrest.com, or follow me on any of the social pages. And you're going to see how you can get a copy of this. Now, right now, I'm going to, I'm updating this. So right now for $5, you can have the complete PDF version of all, it's 300 pages of this book. Everything that I talk about. When you go online, when you see it, when you click the link, you'll see the table of contents. I'll post that up on you. So you see everything I take about and talk about. This is so good. This is whether, once again, like I like to address, this is whether you're a patient or a practitioner. This is the model for a functional pharmacy, if you ask me, because the model is one that's not biased and the one that's open-minded, that looks at things as they are. Um, accurate thinking, not emotional thinking question everything and don't be afraid to challenge industry norms. So maybe right now that's what I'm doing. I'm starting to challenge industry norms a little bit because, and what I, when I saw on this, I mean, I'll say about a year ago, this kind of came through my mind and it's like, I really should update that. Well, I'm going to update it. And now that we're coming through two years on this, this COVID thing, this different world that we're in, I think there's certain things that need to be addressed. So I'm going to start by this. So when you open up the book, I have a dedicated, or it's, it's a quote by Thomas Jefferson. And this is what this book is, book is about. This is literally one of the main reasons I know I'm a health care practitioner right now. Back in 1995, I swore I'd be out. All right. So, um, yeah, this is like part two. Once again, um, I uh, technical difficulty. You know, sometimes you look away and the computer kind of quiets down and it stops recording on you. So um, where I was leaving off was um, what this really such a drive to this book, such a, a thread of my belief in it. And it's this quote by Thomas Jefferson. Liberty is to the collective body what health is to every individual body. Without health, no pleasure can be tested by man, tasted by man. Without liberty, no happiness can be enjoyed by society. Does that not say it all? I love that. So now let me, um, let me just as I finish this out, the table of contents. I want to read you the forward. I dig this. So this is going to give you another direction of what I'm talking about here, or maybe where this book uh, leads you. So the forward. This is a quote by Steve Jobs. I always thought of myself as a humanities person as a kid, but I liked electronics. Then I read something that one of my heroes, Edwin Land of Polaroid, said about the importance of people who could stand at the intersection of humanities and science. And I decided that's what I wanted to do. Then in his biography of Steve Jobs, the author, Walter Isaacson, went on to say, the creativity that can occur when there's a feel for both the humanities and the sciences comes in one strong personality was a topic that most interested me in my biographies of both Ben Franklin and Albert Einstein. And I believe it will be a key to creating innovative economies in the 21st century. That's so huge, isn't it? It's essentially where science and the humanities meet. It meant so much to me. I mean, it, it really struck a chord. So I proceed in the book to say, and this was, I think this, I came up, I think I listened to the Steve Jobs uh, biography by Walter Isaacson 
2012 is when that hit me. So it, it was all kind of forming this whole direction. So then I, I go on to say, I believe that in medicine, we can choose to reside at the intersections of humanity and science. And there's a bright future ahead for the health, wellness, and wealth of our country. But simple shifts in perception and action leading to a, a major change must occur. So once again, folks, this is that definition of a miracle from A Course in Miracles, right? It's those simple shifts in per perception. Then I continue to say, our dominant Western medical system itself has grown to reside at the intersection of lack of morals and sciences and has gotten there on the backs of greed, manipulation, and strong-arm tactics. We are more here today than I've ever seen us in my years of you know being in medicine. We must decide which intersection to step off from and which road to travel. Utilizing the great advances of modern day sciences combined with age old traditions of healing for the benefit of our nation's health and economies. This will require recognizing the reality where the medical system is now, how it got here, and demanding a change from ourselves, patients, healthcare practitioners, industries, and policymakers. So I want to give you that little brief bit. You know, um, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I encourage you to purchase this <laughs> check it out you'll see the link below or you'll see it on my web pages as i mentioned earlier um and i will kind of lead you into what i was speaking about in this topic sir so hey thanks a lot for your time so appreciate it i'm really gigged about this i'm kind of excited that it kind of um Kind of re-engaged itself to me, I guess you could say. So anyway, uh, Rob Cress here, Functional Pharmacy, Modern Alchemist. Have a wonderful day.